Well, well, well. You know what they say. Two's trouble, three's a charm. Nobody's heard, ever said that ever before. <laughs> I'm not really sure what the saying is, but I do know that there are three people on this pod today. I don't know why I've suddenly turned on my radio voice, but today we are joined <laughs> with Lauren Chandler and none only, none only... I can't speak. <laughs> no, I, I like to go by none only. <laughs> and no, is it none only? None only than no, Courtney Grow. None other. It's none, none other. other. None other. <laughs> none other than wow. Courtney Grow. You know, I hope our literacy is up from here. Yeah, you're no yeah. Ira Glass. No, <laughs> nobody mischaracterize you. Oh my God, uh, who loved Ira Glass more than Lauren? Someone mm. tell me that. Honestly, Iragoss is never hot enough for me. You know, I actually feel like his face doesn't match his radio voice, in my opinion. Yeah. I was never attracted to him as a heterosexual woman. I might have enjoyed This American Life, but I was never hot on Ira. Really? Hot for Ira. No, never. <laughs> mm, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to say you are. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're rewriting history right now. You're Malcolm Gladwelling this situation. It's some revisionist history. Should we talk about the boys or men we were attracted to in our early early youth celebrities? Why not? I think Corny should kick us off with Prince William. Oh, oh man. I mean, that's Honestly, a classic that's, choice. It's actually just still a little too sensitive, to be honest. I'm not over it. Because you thought that you would have actually married him? I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't actually think he would be into me. But the only reason was geography. I have to say that. Yeah, of course. If he had lived in Laguna Niguel, California, he definitely would have been into you. After my nose job. 100%. Oh, please. I mean, Kate Middleton's got nothing on you. She's lucky you're on another continent. Kate Middleton is a person who I think has really risen to the level of her station, I have to say. Really, she was groomed for the job and knew exactly what she wanted from the minute her parents enrolled her in that Eaton school or whatever. <sighs> but our parents were too cheap to put me in. Lauren, do you want to discuss um, Damien Rice also across the pond? Dear old uh, Damien Rice. Yeah, I okay. That's actually very disturbing because I remember <laughs> feeling so attracted to Damien Rice and feeling like this was actually the most attractive man who had ever lived. And f- actually, now if I think about that objectively, now that Everyone I'm out of my like pause and Google what <laughs> looks like right now, okay? I mean, he's. I don't want to be like a heightist, but you know, I'm five nine, so sure. I would prefer someone of my own stature mm-hmm. and. He's maybe 5'5 five, five or 5'6. Five, He's a slight Irishman. <laughs> um, <laughs> and just, I would say, not the picture of reality that I came to know and love, you know, He's in no my Jeff- later years. He's right. no Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. Speaking of slight Irishman, Wyatt and I just bought a house that, I kid you not, came with a small Irishman in the basement, <laughs> and they asked if we wanted to keep him. Wait, what? Yeah, there's a, there's a slight Irishman renting in the basement of the house we're buying, and they asked if we wanted to keep him living in the basement. <laughs> You're kidding me. We declined. You did decline. Yeah. Oh my God. You declined to keep the Irishman. Did he come with the house? Like, is this, can I say this? He had like four leaf clover stickers on almost every service of the house. No. Like, look at the Irish thing. <laughs> Wait, Courtney, can you confirm that he's not Damien Rice? Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> Did you hear like a faint I can't take my eyes off no. you? Just like coming from the basement. <laughs> Your favorite song. They caught you in a lot of hot water with mom. Honestly, oh, sometimes I will play that. What's his most popular song? Nine Crimes. Nine Blower's Daughter. Yeah. No. Um, why I don't play delicate and it's such a beautiful song, but I just I can't stomach it. <laughs> it reminds me of a bedroom painted brown. <laughs> <laughs> starting a series of failed blogs yeah, yeah. Just, all those nude pumps patent leather pumps oh my gosh you guys <laughs> i don't want to consider my childhood what if that irishman ever listens to this podcast <gasps> oh know? apologies to the irishman apologies we'll just go ahead and yeah I don't know I apologies to the irishman i also love that he doesn't have a name he's just the irishman you know <laughs> He was wearing it on his sleeve. Was he wearing yes. a chunky knit? No, that's not like Irish college that like everyone is like St. Pat, like not St. Patty's, but like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Trinity College of Dublin. He's wearing a Trinity College of Dublin sweatshirt. Hey, oh, honestly, I wanted to go to Trinity. He hadn't seen the sunlight since he left Ireland and then <laughs> tell us all that he was a social worker. Which made oh me very good. That's great. That made you nervous? Do social workers make you nervous? <laughs> Is everything okay, Courtney? Are you feeling nervous to be on the pod? Yeah. She's gone silent. She's gone. And just that she <laughs> she's out. She we, can handle the pressure. We can't even hear her. <laughs> I think she's on a phone call. Because oh, okay. She just took a I call. Just, I just yelled across the house, Courtney, we can't hear you. And she just yelled back, I know. So oh she took a, so clearly Courtney took a call in the middle of our career. Yeah. It's, a, it's honestly so rude that she doesn't take us seriously. Absolutely. I think we should just kind of S talk for a second, Courtney, while she's off the pod. Yeah. What kind of crap should we talk about her? Let's talk about how much money I'm having to spend living at her house because I'm just buying all of her clothes off of her. Okay. Tell me everything. Hold on. Oh, she's back. What happened? I don't know. Were you guys trying to sabotage me? I thought for a second that it was like that prank where you guys were pretending like you couldn't hear me. <laughs> I was just like screaming. Oh my gosh. Did you take a call? Hold on. I heard you literally talk about how you're going broke off all the clothes you're buying on me. <laughs> Can we be honest right now and say every single thing you have bought has been on credit? <laughs> somebody ghost search the venmo request because literally all she's done is add to her we've added to her tally you don't think that shiz is private no one's gonna see how much how much of a tab i got is we used to live in a world where chandler was broke because she made a decent amount of money but lived in la and we lived in a world where chandler was broke because she was a truly broke college student and a server now we live in a world where chandler makes a hell of a lot of money and is still somehow broke confused <laughs> can i tell you how chandler made 50 dollars today how oh please so, yeah i got to shave this off my debt and don't you think chandler will like don't think for one second chandler's gonna let me forget that I took no, definitely not. So obviously we're moving and I've like decided to be like very proactive with my moving and I've like cleaning out cupboards, cleaning out cabinets and like, you know, that phrase, like one man's trash is another man's treasure. <laughs> well, I told Chandler, oh I like threw some things away, like literally <laughs> within 10 seconds, she was elbow deep in my garbage cans. 
<laughs> she comes back in i don't get it okay <laughs> she comes back in literally the, those products they did spend a night in the garbage okay she brings it, nothing gross at all but you know i mean i will say there was some sort of greasy substance on my leg after bringing it back, back inside Chandler, you got to get used to the life of a dumpster diver okay so honestly i didn't empty my bathroom trash or anything it was literally just stuff from my cab- cabinet so i was cleaning out and then Chandler said going through it. i'm literally looking my nose down at her for going through my garbage and all of a sudden she's like, is this your wedding ring <laughs> Wait, what? I threw my wedding ring away in the garbage. Accidentally. Accidentally, of course. And Chandler found it accidentally. Well, my wedding ring is three bands. And plus the ruby ring that mom gave me, all three of all four rings in the garbage. There were three rings just in Greece, in the bottom of this black trash bag. <laughs> in like Bay hair oil, okay, Greece. This, this story is so strange. So Chandler, so you let me, heard that Courtney, this yeah, is what please, happened. Courtney, please, yesterday, please. I, saw, I saw Courtney cleaning out her bathroom yesterday. Of course, my ears perk up and I'm like, huh, one man's trash, like she said. I think, okay, I could definitely see myself getting, you know, my hands on some of that stuff, even if it's half full or pretty gross. Mm-hmm. And so the today I go, hey, what happened to that black trash bag that was in your Chandler bathroom? Chandler is like the person equivalent of a coin star machine. Oh my <laughs> God. She just like starts the shakedown for the big pieces. <laughs> the slots. The slots. And it just like it shakes for a long time and then finally it like gives you a dollar amount at the end. And then it takes like another 20% off when you go like try to redeem your voucher later. <laughs> That's the I think it might be one of the funniest things you've ever said. <laughs> so basically, I say, hey, what happened to that black trash bag that was in your bathroom? I, I've got a case of the gimmies. And why it's like, oh, you mean the trash? I mean, it's in the trash now. So I'm like, <laughs> this is a low moment for me, but I'm already in gross clothes. I might as well just go see if there's anything worth my while in there. Yeah. And with that, I go out to the dumpster or the trash, one of the trash cans. It's sitting right on top. It's also about 100 degrees in Utah, so it's been cooking all night and morning and I bring it inside and I was starting to just sift through the half used lip three quarters used lipsticks and products that I was going to take home with me in my checked bag and I see three glittering rings yep covered in grease yep so you went fishing for skincare products yeah and what you came back with were her wedding rings and Courtney I literally saved Courtney's marriage single-handedly today saved yeah yeah I mean why I'm not I mean, I love my wedding rings. My my marriage is solid with or without them. But, you know, we've had a rough week together. So it was one more thing that would have been, oh, that would have really rocked gosh. the boat. The look yeah. on her face was literally priceless. What was the look? Courtney looked, Courtney just, I saw her whole face drop. And just with this like, <laughs> it was bad. It was real. Was bad. she trying to dump? Was Wyatt there? Did he she see? She immediately scurried over. She sank down to my level on the ground, scurried over to the trash bag, and started rummaging through it. And we found all three rings. Thank yeah. goodness. Thank wow. Todd. Thanks to the Coinstar machine. You call your little sis. 
There's something strange, Chandler, about you and this, like, broke mentality. I feel like you're, like, the Count of Monte Cristo. You know how, like, <laughs> after he gets out of, like, the prison or, like, Azkaban or wherever he is for so long, he, like, serious. still sleeps on the floor? Totally. He's just like, you- like, Chandler is, like, will always be poor no matter what. Totally. Uh, I just, yeah, sorry. This is, I think I might always be... I always have a case of the gimmies. It's not that I'm poor or broke by any means. It's just that if I can get it for free, like, why not? I mean, I've had, I have a few outstanding Venmo requests right now. That's that are true, like actually. Weeks old. Should I pull my tally for Chandler? I'll just <laughs> so everyone can know. I would my love tab, that. You're really going to read my tab aloud? I just want to get the full amount. Okay. Who's been waking well, up with their kids? It's so funny. You know, well, waking up, who's staying at my house I, I woke free? up. I, I woke up yesterday with your ki- with one of your kids. Okay, that's like a joy. I could pick. It's not something you can buy the hour or something do for. <laughs> you know what's so funny too is that like we went to Sun River Gardens to buy some things, and literally, the, all while oh. all whilst owing me money. Hold on, I'm going to between you. Let's see what the full. Oh, you real? Are you really gonna read my? Can we bleep this? We'll bleep the tab. <laughs> Don't bleep it. Leave it in. <laughs> I won't say. Bleep the tab. I won't say, but. It's there's probably been four addendums yeah. made. Well, let's read the addendums. So no, no. in the two hundred range, clothes. Let one less than a hundred necklace. North of sixty dollars sweatshirt. <laughs> Plus another fifty dollars. We didn't specify, which is my mistake. I know that Chandler's going to come back in a few days, but I don't think I think that was a mistake. And I'm then just, yeah, you didn't mean that to put one hundred forty dollars dress minus a fifty dollars finder's fee for my wedding rings. Wow. Yeah, so the, is the $140 dress the amethyst dress? Yeah. Wow, that's a steal. Look, here's the thing. Courtney makes a very good case for her clothing and she dresses me very well. So I'll pay I'll pay the tab, Courtney. I'll pay it in full as soon as it's I get all, paid it's, again. It's all a great deal. Thanks what? so much, Chandler, for your generosity. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that maybe is the problem with my mentality. It's like paying you back, I feel like I'm doing you a favor. You know? I wasn't going to say it. But. Like, I feel like with my Venmo transactions or my requests that are like lingering, it's like, I'm happy to do this. It's just going to be a few weeks. Like, I'm happy to do this for you. Like, <laughs> totally. It's totally. But it's going to be a few weeks. <laughs> this is what's so classic is that I did go to Sun River Gardens with Chandler and I bought some stuff. And honestly, she, before we left the door, she's like, can you Venmo me right now for that? Like, I did not say that. I did not say, can you Venmo me right now? Just like, can you Venmo me for that? I, you said, do you have money? And I said, I have my credit card, but can you Venmo me? Because I want to pay it off. Yeah. It's okay. We're, we're just, it's like, a, having you, Chandler has been an absolute joy. All jokes she has aside. fiscal quirks. I have a great credit score. Let, the, let that be known. Absolutely. I may have a high debt with my sister, but I've got a great credit score. And that, it ha- so it has been good to have her, sis? Oh, it's been so fun. Oh, good. We've had a ball. Has it really? We have had a ball. We yeah, got ha- like, one has it? fight today out in public, but that was it. You no, know, there's a fight every day. For sure. Honestly, I got to apologize for anyone who was at Riverside Country Club today. <laughs> Chandler and I, we were directly east of what? the public restroom screaming at each other. <laughs> Literally, it's like... Wait, did maybe, you guys get in a tiff? We got in a tiff. Well, we were, we were It's not an interesting in. tiff that we got yeah, in. It's not worth repeating. But we were walking, we were tiffing in the parking lot and we continued tiffing into the country club. And then there were maybe 20 people around. And I, at one point said, I don't want to fight in front of all of Riverside country club. And I'm like Chandler, you don't even, you're not even a member here. So get over yourself. It's like you paid $10 to have me in here. I will not be embarrassed. Yeah. Literally. I'm like, I covered your guest. Yeah. Right. Riverside country club is Chandler's eaten. Oh, so she's going to, you know, 
meet her Prince William. I just might. I really just might. I think Prince Harry is hotter for the record. You know, I just wanted the title. I was down for the... I wanted the yeah. life. The whole... Yeah, we don't need to go down the Meghan Markle route, but suffice it to say, I would not have gone down that, the same road she does. Like, why would you leave Buckingham Palace to have the sun always in your eyes in L.A.? I don't know. Uh, I totally get it. You get now she gets side of things. Yes, yeah, you guys were made for royalty. Oh, f <laughs> off! That is not what I'm. That is I, heavy as the head that wears a crown. <laughs> oh my gosh! I personally think that a life of royalty is something that I would definitely step into if asked if the people needed it. But I would say that otherwise. It would be very hard and it would be a better life to just be able to have your complete freedom in LA and be a super rich person. No, you're never going to have complete freedom. Like it's never so complete freedom. So like, why not just live the life with the benefits? Then you have a bunch of no, pressure to no, like, no. you have pressure as the ex-royals to like, do something amazing with your life. Whereas if you're just a royal, all you have to do is show up places and like, I and then agree, you're doing yeah. your duty and wearing beautiful outfits. Totally I don't agree. know. I think it would be super suffocating and having... As you know, we all obviously were raised in an environment where we had to go to a lot of events, and I feel like I did not enjoy that a lot. And Are I you would talking say like that church having- on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, basically. I'm so confused. You we went, went to Cotillion once. County. You literally went to Cotillion once in church on Sunday. I went to Cotillion for four years. Yeah. Um, how many years did you go to Cotillion for? I didn't. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. Honestly, mom knew that I would be okay. She knew that you guys needed the extra shoe polish. Oh, please. She wasn't going to waste her money on a lost cause. <laughs> um, no, honestly. It was honestly, they got a little bit of money and they're like, wow, we really need to invest in some charm school. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, I was actually going to remember being jealous that you guys got to go. Cotillion was a very bougie part of our childhood for sure. Didn't teach yes. me anything. I mean, I don't. Do you remember how to ballroom dance or do, how to do the? Oh yeah, I remember. I, oh come the, on, bitch! You really what, remember? What I remember from Cotillion was that you, at the end of an event, you don't just thank the host for <laughs> the experience. You thank the host and you say specifically, "I really enjoyed this." Like yes, I love the hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, like I love thank the you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You were very specific about that. And do you do you remember the cookies and punch that you would get? Because I absolutely, never went, yeah. I just remember really being into the cookies and punch, and then them being insistent that you slowly eat the cookie, and then and it was like grapefruit punch. It would be like an oatmeal raisin cookie, and then a, some grapefruit punch. It was absolutely disgusting, but it was definitely uh, worth the price of tuition. Okay, so let's talk about how the week's been. I've yeah. a tab of debt with Courtney, Lauren. What have you been doing? Um, nothing super of no, well, actually not nothing super of note. We had a really fun um time in Utah and did some really fun things, but um, that's kind of boring to talk about. I do want to talk about the fact that my journey with UPS is continuing. So, Courtney, I'm oh. sure you can relate to this. I have a special relationship with the all the UPSs. I would say within a 30 mile radius. Oh, interesting. I would say there's three specific ones in San Clemente that I try to alternate my Amazon returns to. Oh, I've heard of this. Before they don't get too uh, spicy with me. So I went, so I found a new UPS by dad's office in Lake Forest. I've been going there and I have a really great relationship with this UPS. Like they love me there. A really great relationship. Like do you get them Christmas gifts? Do you know the names of their children? Well, what happened was, is I, I brought an Amazon return and I said, Hey, I'll pay for the tape. Like, thanks for helping me tape this up. And she was like, Oh, thank you so much for offering. No problem. But if you could leave us a review, that'd be great. So immediately I went in the parking lot. Like I left them a review like before I 
turn on the car basically. Like I was like, I have to do this. Very committed. But then my problem was, is now I can't really take them on my returns because my relationship with there is too pristine and I don't want to like mess with it. Oh yeah. Like, this lady's word means nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. She's still annoying, even though she left us this review. So I had to go to a new UPS to do a, a bunch of returns and not even just Amazon returns, more like, in, like dress returns or anyway. So I went to a new UPS store and, um, I, I literally, I brought in everything pre-packaged, ready to go, taped up. And the guy was so rude to me. It was three packages that I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, do you guys like make money when people just drop stuff off? Like, can I buy a book of stamps? Like, I was just like trying to be nice. Use a book of stamps for. I was just (laughs) trying to be nice. And then literally someone walks in. Okay. And the guy, the not the guy that works there, the guy that walked in, he puts an Amazon return on the counter and mm-hmm. it's wine glasses, right? And it's wine glasses like in their, not in a shipping box, but in the box they came in where like you could literally un, like peel it open and or unfold it or whatever. And there's the glasses. Like it it's has all the designs, not protected. It's the branded box right, okay, right beneath okay. the cardboard <laughs> is the glass okay. or the glasses. Okay. Or not. Or like the the paper box, not even cardboard. Anyway. We're visualizing. Visualize this. And the guy goes, sorry, but you have to have like a, you have to have a a packaging. We can't provide packaging. And the guy looks at him straight in the eyes and says, this is how they came. What? (laughs) And I just thought, this is why they hate people like us. This is why they hate people in general, because they have a-holes coming in. Yeah. Trying, like looking them straight in the eyes and lying and saying, this is how these wine glasses came to my door. They were delivered in no packaging. They just were delivered this in the box. It's nuts. It's infuriating. Infuriating. Oh my God. Can I? Okay. Did you see the text message that Kagan sent me that I posted on Instagram about Clean Simple Eats? He said, SOS, we are out of the chocolate flavor of Clean Simple Eats, which by the way, I really didn't know that we could get it for free. So I've been paying full price and just ordering because I literally am a paying customer of this company. Clean Simple Eats, everyone, is the purveyor of the best protein powder on the planet. Can we just say, we've had some people get converted to the religion of Clean Simple Eats and they have messaged us saying, you were right. It is so delicious. It will make milk taste like chocolate milk if you get the brownie batter. Or, you know, I love to put oh. the vanilla in a fruit smoothie. You just, you can't go wrong. You can't mess it up either, I would say. You, it is so good. Someone texted me, they're like, does it have a weird aftertaste? I'm like, no, this is Clean this is- Simple Eats. It tastes like melted ice cream just mixed in cold water and it's made from clean, grass-fed, perfect ingredients. Mm-hmm. What yeah. more do you people want? What more do you out want? Of this world? What more do you want? Yeah. I don't know. Cleansimpleeats.com, everyone. Go try the vanilla, try the chocolate. Use our code Pop Apologist for 10% off. We love the sponsor. I'll be drinking Clean Simple Eats on my deathbed. I hope so. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. 
I'm going to break the rule and tell, I think we should tell one other customer service story where the customer was wrong. Oh, oh no. What? Oh. Well, I got it. It just reminds me. I got a text today from my friend, Kelsey. Shout out, Kelsey. Love Kelsey. This is Courtney speaking, by the way. People say they have a hard time telling our voices apart. And she said, to be specific, out of the blue, I'm peeing my pants about your mom in the El Pollo Loco drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we got to tell this story. Wait, no, we already did. We oh, did last you already week. Did? You didn't listen oh, to it. I'm behind. No, I'm behind. Guys, wow. I thought it was random. Wow. How else would Kelsey have heard about it? I probably told her. Oh, it's a okay. funny story. So you got that text and thought in her mind, she recounted a tale I've already told her. <laughs> she's peeing her pants. Like, yeah. you think you're that funny. No, I don't think I'm that funny. I think the story that, is that funny. Really that the story is an impression funny. on people. <laughs> okay, then I've got another story I want to tell. It can't be about okay. mom. She's not stricken. About okay. It's not stricken about mom. the record. Okay. Yes. Wait, this story I want to tell, and you guys are going to have to post the picture that I have okay. that also made me and Kelsey PR pants that I've sent to her is the picture of Chandler's Christmas nails. <laughs> we already told what? that story. We too. literally told that story last <laughs> week. We told both of my favorite stories last week. Oh, last week. It's wow. a really big bummer that you didn't listen. What a fan of the pod. <laughs> I'm just one behind. I do have my own fast food faux pas that I think you guys both know about, but I think our listeners may not know about this. It's time you share this story. I need to come clean to our listeners. So <laughs> sometimes I will be driving past or walking <laughs> past a Panda Express, <laughs> and my my inclination is I want that first bite or two of orange chicken. I don't want anything beyond it. I don't want chow mein. I don't want fried rice. I don't want an egg roll. I want the first bite of, of, of orange chicken. That's it. Okay. So, so I, one of the dark things that I have done, not or more than more than one time in my life is that I've gone into Panda Express yeah, I've even waited in line to do this. Oh and my I get, god! I get up to the counter, <laughs> and I say, and I kind of look around, like I don't know what I want. Like, <laughs> You're really like, disoriented at the Panda Express. <laughs> that Beijing beef looks interesting. <laughs> you know what? I've actually never had the orange chicken. I'd love to try some orange chicken. The thing that everyone has had a million times. Everyone knows what it tastes like. <laughs> anyway, I say. I love to try your orange chicken. They give me orange chicken. Who's the purveyor of this restaurant? I would love to try your orange chicken. (laughs) I heard there's a special recipe here. Um, (laughs) The largest chain of Chinese food in the world. Right. I'm pretty sure when people think of orange chicken, they think of Panda Express orange chicken. Yes, it's in Xerox or the Ziplocs. I've never considered the combination of citrus and poultry. I'd love to try this. Um, <laughs> so they put the orange chicken on the toothpick. I take it from them. I chew it slowly. I enjoy the bite. I look at them. And then I, unfortunately, then I, I basically just completely lie. And I look at my phone and I go, oh my gosh. And... I pretend that something has happened. Like I've just been texting something and that I have to leave immediately. For like, sure. There's like literally no recourse. I cannot, there's nothing I can do. I have to go and it's an emergency. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. And then I don't even say anything else. I just walk out. I'm embarrassed. I'm, to me. You have told me this before and I've 
chastise you both times, but oh my gosh. I mean, there's just no other way to get one bite of orange chicken. Like, what else do you say? Oh, I'm not interested in food anymore. Bye. Honestly, the rest of my family likes likes to go to Panda Express. I'm not a huge fan of it. And your idea seems way easier than like getting married and having four kids to get that one bite of Panda Express. (laughs) Oh, yeah, totally. There we go. Thank you. I'm very efficient. How many times have you done this? More than five. (laughs) <laughs> the same panda express um a, yeah, yeah but i make sure it's a different employee oh, okay <laughs> employees like the ups store like this is like, like a situation where they're gonna like probably have to call like animal control soon <laughs> there's like, like, there's, there's like there's a rabid dog biting <laughs> there's high turnover at panda express the employees don't stay there that long and <laughs> And now that everybody wears masks, Lauren, you're even more in the clear. <laughs> That's totally. true. It's once every six months I will indulge in this little this little um, act of rebellion. Social experiment I I play out. Because I don't <gasps> want them to be like, ma'am, you need to buy something. Like I that's mean, what I'm afraid no of. I'm gonna make you buy the orange chicken after you yeah. just sample it. Why don't you just can you just work with the courage to be like, I actually only wanted that sample. No, I don't want the withering glare of the employee who's literally about to quit anyway. The turnover at that place is gnarly. On they commission. They're not paid on commission. I actually think you and the employee get like a bond. It's like they have to do less work. Now they don't have to make your three-piece three, three piece no. combo or whatever. No. <laughs> this, this entire scenario is all born out of telling the truth and the withering glances <laughs> I've got. So I just – let's move on. But hey. – I I feel good. I feel purged. Your toothpick story reminded me of the few times I've been at the farmer's markets in LA. Yeah, I lived in LA. I went to the farmer's markets. Um, and the few times that I've actually used a used toothpick to sample fruit. Ew, that's so accident. <laughs> oh <laughs> my. So it's so crazy that you lived in LA for like over oh. two years. And you're like, I lived in LA and farmers oh. market. Like, so obnoxious. I yeah, sorry about it, but I'm still real. I stay grounded, and sometimes I accidentally dip into the used toothpick bin versus the fresh toothpick bin, and I've had a few, samples, a few wet samples. Oh my it's gosh! So oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> speaking of uh... like in LA, like in LA where it's a oh. lot of very what yeah. At the Brentwood Farmer's Market. A lot of something. It's just a lot of different people, okay? Like, it's oh, just, oh, that's just, that's a so lot of people. Lauren's story, wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. that's disgusting. I had to get that off. Hey, you guys want to hear the most yeah. embarrassing thing that happened to me at a restaurant? What? Yes. I mean, actually, you guys both already know. I'm sure you both already know this because, honestly, it's, like, the last thing I see every night when I go to bed. Oh, no. So, what? there was, oh, like, gosh. a little, <laughs> you know, I which was there. there. I was there. Yeah, Chandler was there. Oh, I used to okay. be corny for lunch when I was in college, and yeah, she was a spot this particular day that was budget friendly. <laughs> well, here's the thing: like, I always just like want a salad most places, and this place like had what was it called? It was like pizza buffet. <laughs> it, was it, was so like, it was like pizza and go. It was it was, <laughs> it was five dollars. It was a five dollar all you can eat buffet room. Okay. Yeah, of just either uh, salad or pizza, of or like Chuck E. Cheese like pizza. Okay. Remember Chandler? Remember how they had a goldfish pizza? Yes. You, you and I were crazy about. <laughs> they were literally goldfish. <laughs> Jenna, Jenna remembers me. I think Megan ate there. Old pa- old Papa Paul, just Megan. 
Um, there was literally like goldfish baked into the pizza. <laughs> and the plates were styrofoam plates. The pl- well, that's okay. So, and there was a salad bar. So the, the way it was kind of set up was almost like a horseshoe. So you like walked in and you paid <laughs> and then you got in like the salad bar line and then you made a hard right and you like walked down the pizza line. But like the tables and chairs backed up straight to like the railing of the pizza line. Okay. Yeah. So okay. envision a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, envision Chuck E. Cheese, and then envision like a family, like a a cheapo family reunion styrofoam plate. Yep, you know, like the ones that like the person who wanted to spend, like literally from like just I'm blaming the plate. The fault is mine. But the, so I'm holding the this cheap could stab through the plate. If, if and I mean, oh, I'll make a I've hefty salad bar salad. It's like it's got like beets on it, Ugh, kidney so beans, ranch dressing. spinach green it's it's like the size of like a child's bowling ball okay so (laughs) i'm coming i'm walking towards like the pizza headed straight for that goldfish (laughs) delight and my salad slips out of my hands and literally hits a woman the whole wet salad dressing from her neck and just slides down her back no no my my giant salad bar salad so I'm like literally I freeze and I'm just like it's one of those situations where there's nothing I can do to help <laughs> yeah. this situation at all. I'm just like oh my gosh I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I'm so sorry and the woman literally <laughs> crunches up her shoulders like she's been attacked doesn't even turn around to address me and with like a shaking from rage hand holds her hand up over her head in an okay sign I just like three times just holds it and shakes it like get the hell away from me before I hit you and ranch all down the back (laughs) like like you were trying to you were starting to clean it up and she just shot up that AOK symbol and you were like get the hell out don't even touch me after this oh my gosh that is horrible it was honestly it was a bad like her clothes are probably ruined honestly like I mean, beets well, kidney was, beans and ranch yeah well and like, she, like, she she had like gray short hair she was probably like in her mid 60s and her <sighs> I, I just remember her whole body like became rigid and then just and then like Why? i just like, go sit down and start heating right yeah and then we just you just proceeded to grab that goldfish pizza and then she's just like literally taking like five minutes to, like clean ranch off herself oh. Oh, oh, that poor woman. It was an accident. It was dark. It wasn't wow. great. Wow. That is dark. Oh, yikes. Well, well, well where, where do we, we go, go from, from there? <laughs> I should have gone to Cotillion with you guys. Yeah, really should have. Um, well, since Courtney's in the pod, I feel like it's only right that we tell uh, the tale of us meeting Gwyneth Paltrow in her honor. Oh, oh that's yeah. right. We should. Lauren, take it away. Well, I mean, I actually feel like I emotionally blacked out for this entire experience. I remember that I I saw on Instagram that she would be at the Brentwood Country Market mm-hmm. for like signing books or whatever uh, at the Goop uh, little shop. And yep. so I remember telling you that I wanted to go and you were kind of ambivalent got, about it. We got into a fight either right after that or right before that. But I think it was overgoing because I don't yeah, think you overgoing. wanted to go. I didn't want to go. I'll be honest. I didn't even though I have a poster of her hanging in my room, I didn't want to go for some reason that day. I don't think I was feeling my cutest. 
This is so funny. So, so we end up, we end up going and we stood in line. We stood in line for probably 45 minutes. And Lauren, how would you describe the atmosphere in the Goop store? Um, I would just say extremely pleasant. A lot of, I would say the I would say women probably between 25 and 55 were in line and yep. it was just a pleasant, well-dressed group in a really chic space. It was all very nice. I wouldn't say we stood in line for 45 minutes. I would say probably stood in line for 20 minutes. The line was pretty really? short. It was actually very, I felt like it was, I felt like it was very low key. It was an eternity waiting to meet my maker. I mean, I would wait. I would probably wait at least two hours and 15 minutes to see you on a thought. Easily. Easily. That would be my So totally. We waited in line and it was she was being very like gracious to everyone who was going through. But yeah, those book signings are always interesting because someone like is standing on either side of her, ushering you to move forward or to get out of the way. Like you're not allowed to really like you don't linger. like you're not allowed to linger and someone is literally like urging you like <laughs> on your way out the entire time you're talking. Um, but I will just say that when we started to approach her and when it was finally our turn, she looked over at us. And she said, look at these bright, shining faces. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was really beautiful. And she, I mean, so I can only talk about her because I don't really remember anything else, but she was so beautiful in real life. She looked exactly like she looks in photos and stuff. Like she looked super natural, just really, just just angelic. Truly. Um, Very, just very, very beautiful. Just a true warmth emanated from her face and from her gestures. And I was too stricken to speak. Um, So I took the lead and I decided to shoot my shot and show her the uh, 18 by 24 poster of her hanging in my room. (laughs) Which is actually the most embarrassing thing looking back that you can say to somebody. No, I actually have have a poster of you hanging in my room. Here's the thing. It's not just a poster of her. It's not like the cover of like, it's all easy or whatever. (laughs) I have a photo of her and ASAP Rocky that Frank Ocean took at the Met Gala. This is an iconic picture of where ASAP Rocky is kissing her on the cheek. It's darling. It's black and white. It's one of my most prized possessions. And I showed it to her and she said that made her day. So for those reasons, I think it was actually the best that thing we could cute. have done. Yeah, that is cute. And it is a special photo for sure. Yeah. She is so lovable. I could never get on the hate train with her. Wait, what, did she and ASAP Rocky date? No, no, no. They just were like seated by each other. They just took a pic. I mean, Frank Ocean had like a 35 millimeter camera. He was just taking around the Met Gala. And gotcha. like, there's, a, there's a whole like collection of photos that he took. And um one of them is of ASAP Rocky and Gwyneth Paltrow, which is like a great intersection where I come in to culture. One thing I want to say before we move on, I have recently taken to, during these tumultuous times, I've spent some time going to safe spaces. The last safe space that I go to is Jennifer Garner's um, IGTV like cooking page. Like I just love watching her, even though some people think she's totally dorky and maybe sometimes cringy, but for some reason she just strikes me as so wholesome and sweet and like lovable. And she brings my soul like a new, you know, a, a sense of renewal that I can't find anywhere else, frankly. I like hearing that. The crux, though, of this, what I've realized is that I really just like rich people inside nice spaces. <laughs> yeah, it brings me a lot of inner peace, too. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I, like, I love to just, I like to sit and watch an Ina Garden video, like yep. making making gorgeous food in her East Hamptons house. Mm-hmm. I, I feel the same way. I like to look at, like, you know, 
odes to famous women by their boyfriends or husbands on Instagram. Mm-hmm. These are balming experiences. Balming is the exact word. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> it's very soothing. And I'll, I'm not going to lie, for the past 45 seconds, I have been reading a Brad Falchuk peon to Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, let's read it. Let's hear it. Uh, I just read one too, and it kind of made me feel sick. Wait, which one? Is it? Is it the one where, she, where it's her birthday and she's like, has her phone and her wine? That's the best. That's probably the most iconic, but that's from a few years ago. Okay. Okay. Then, okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to do this one. There's so many good ones. You guys, so people have to go read his Instagram people about her. Go but, to these safe spaces. This is my favorite. Oh, okay. I'm going to send these to Kagan. Okay. Um, he needs to take some lessons. Okay. So she's on the beach, hair wet. She's like gold. The sun is just, you know, she's golden in the sunlight. Yeah. And this is Brad's caption. He says, when was this photo taken? 1940, 50, 70, last summer. It's this timeless beauty's birthday today. She was born with endless gifts, big blue eyes, a brain and heart overflowing with curiosity, generosity and possibility. And those heartbreakingly long legs that go on and on. And she never, but she, but she never rests on any of them. Gwyneth, you are the hardest working person I know. From your first cup of coffee in the morning to your last cup of whiskey at night, from the gym to the office to homework at the kitchen table, you give us all of you all the time and always with a smile. Well, almost always. Maybe that's why, even though you're the best person ever, you keep getting better every year. Happy birthday, love. <sighs> I have just a lot. Lot. That seems like some second marriage kind of, kind of. I'm just going to, as the married, as the resident married yeah. person in the group. <laughs> I don't, I don't know get, how you get that. Yeah, how can we get Wyatt to do an ode like this to you? I mean... In another life? No, I mean, I'm sure he could. It's just, a, I think when your relationship comes about in the age of social media, it's more expected. But like, Wyatt yeah. and I met before Instagram, and so it's like, you just, you don't fall in love, like, over your public declarations. Wait, actually, yeah. Wyatt has had some... Pu- very cute public declarations of you. I'm just going to pull one up really quick. I, mean, I, let's I, remember. I remember. Okay. There's one. Should I tell you the ones I got him to post without crying? <laughs> oh my God. As in like, you, like without you having to cry in yeah. order to get him to post. Yeah. Which yeah. ones did no, you? I'm just kidding. Honestly, I, that would like maybe have happened like five years ago, but there's I, this one. We've evolved past that. There's one of Courtney with James on her shoulder in black and white. Everyone can, can go look on Wyatt's profile and it's just very simple. And it says still somehow able to give warm hugs despite being a stone cold Fox. We love our Courtney grow. You know, Aww. it's missing about 12 more sentences. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> nice things about me, but okay. You know, now I'm like kind of mad at Wyatt. Yeah, actually, that's super. <laughs> shape shape. I, I hate that. Let's one. go back to Brad. Let's, Let's go, back. go back to Brad. Does Brad teach like uh, workshop? Could he do like a TED talk? Not a TED talk. What are they? The um, master class. Master class. Mm-hmm. I think Brad yeah. should do a master class. Yeah. On how to write Instagram posts about your girlfriend. Yeah. Or he, like, could honestly just, he could do like cameos. He could just oh, sell, totally. like oh serve them up. What if Definitely. Brad? I think we're sitting on a huge idea here. Brad literally is a secret consultant to men in failing marriages and yeah. how they can make public decora- declarations to their wives to save things. Honestly, the one of her drinking wine and eating pizza. <laughs> Let's like, just it read it. Makes, Let's just read it. It's, it's just like, like this is the most beautiful woman of all time, and today is her birthday. We are all so lucky that she came into the world, but no one is luckier than me. Happy <gasps> birthday, love. P.S. This pretty much this is pretty much the most Gwyneth pick I could find. It was pizza, red wine, her phone, and that effing perfect smile. Oh my gosh! Oh, 
I'm not doing well. I'm not doing well. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah. I mean, what's there to say? There's not much to say after that. Um, yeah. Let's talk about Free Britney, please. Okay. So basically, um, I'm not a Britney expert. I have friends, shout out Candace and Lee, who are definitely Britney experts. Um, but I have recently been seeing a lot of things about her conservatorship. And a lot of people online are kind of organizing to try and persuade the justice system to the justice system to like revoke this conservatorship that is currently granted to her father. So this basic conservatorship basically is when you can't, you're not to be trusted to basically handle any of the dealings within your life, financially, physically, like your conservator, your appointed conservator uh, is like your guardian and they can make all the decisions for you. So basically I'll kind of lay this out. She hasn't legally controlled her fortune in nearly 12 years. So her dad and a lawyer oversee her finances as part of a court approved conservatorship. Um, so basically this all started in 2008 when she had her kind of iconic, uh, iconic, I don't want to like glamorize a very traumatic moment in her life, but you know, everyone remembers the umbrella, the shaved head, the driving with her son on her lap. It was a rough bit of time. Do you guys remember this? Where were you in, in 2008? You know, I actually Ooh. don't remember this. I don't, I, I never remember this being part of the news. When I read the article, what? that you was the first time I was even hearing about that. Well, I remember I, that, but I don't I remember her. I don't remember her driving with her, the kid in her lap. That was a news story to me. Okay. Well, anyways, like I think, yeah, you remember the shaving of the head. That was like maybe the biggest thing, but essentially, uh, so she's been un- under this conservatorship for like since then. And it's a few of her lawyers have like quit. And it's basically always been about her dad and her dad seems like a very, very sick and evil man. Um, and basically he controls literally every part of her life. Um, like she's had her Las Vegas shows. She's like put out a few more albums, but like her life is not her own. So I'm just going to read you all a little bit of what he controls. Are you guys in for this? Yeah. Oh yeah, please. Okay. So this is, I saw this post on one of the like pages I'm on on Facebook, but basically she's been a kid star forever and oh, the 2007 meltdown. So since then, um, after she shaved her head, locked herself in her home with her children was, you know, hospitalized. Um, her dad was granted a temporary conservatorship, but then after he, he petitioned the courts for it to be permanent. So Brittany Spears is now a 38 year old woman who was not allowed to do any of the following without her father's permission, or he can legally lock her up in a mental health facility. Okay. She can't drive a car, vote, get married, have children, spend her own money, her $59 million fortune, see how her money is being spent. She can't see her children. She has 30% custody, um, leave her home, hire her own lawyer, have any control over her career, speak publicly about the conservatorship. She can't do interviews that aren't scripted and all final cuts are approved by her father. She can't use a cell phone without being monitored. She can't use social media without being monitored. She can't contact anyone without being monitored or having them extremely vetted. There's this anecdote that Iggy Azalea allegedly had her house search for drugs top to bottom when they were collaborating on a song. Um, she can't go shopping. She can't go for a walk. She can't go to get Starbucks. Um, so basically this, this conservatorship is meant for people with mental health or, you know, decaying health, like grandparents with dementia, but 
for since her conservatorship began 12 years ago, she's released four albums, done a three worldwide tours, um, a Vegas residency and been like a judge on the X factor. But her dad was also paid out a salary from this, from her fortune. So her dad like makes like a hundred grand a year. Um, which isn't very like, much. Which isn't that much money. Yeah, I, it's, I not agree. That much. it's not that much. Um, but yeah, wait. So I actually I'm reading here that her net worth is two hundred and fifty thousand, but she's only she's no, allowed yeah, million. Sorry, she's allowed an allowance of fifteen hundred dollars a week for bills, shopping, and essentials. Um, well, what I read is that she spent four hundred and forty k on. Um, just like on her, just living, she spent 440 K that's basically her burn rate a year, uh-huh. which is pretty low. If your net worth, totally or if your, if your net worth is 59 million, let alone 250 million. Well, that's probably because she, she literally doesn't go anywhere. This is my, here's what, here's what I'm going to say. The whole reason why I feel like this is relevant and I want to bring this up. It's so sad, obviously. Um, but basically, I feel like her her videos and her Instagram profile has actually gotten a lot more traction recently because she's kind of goofy and she does these like dances and she's got this like very bright personality. But definitely, I don't feel like she's in on the joke by any means. And it's really tragic at times. And yeah. what just dawned on me was that like literally all she can do is stay inside her house and make dancing videos. That's like all she can do. She can't even go to Starbucks for a Frappuccino on her own. Uh it's if her dad is actually doing this he's where's her mom and sister that's what i don't understand so her i know that her mom has spoken out about her dad like not being a great guy and her son has made a few tiktok videos that people have saved that where he like calls his grandpa a dick her mom um her mom will like things on instagram like that's a free yeah. britney um yeah. which i thought was really interesting um, and, uh, and in the letter that Brittany wrote to her, like a, her choreographer, her producer, someone who worked, she worked with closely, she wrote that person a letter and talked about how, like she said, the people, my conservators made $3 million off me last year. And if, you know, if I speak out, they'll take my kids away. Like she's yeah. like fully under lockdown. She, she can't even, um, she has to pay the legal fees too. So she pays like a million dollars a year just in legal fees for this. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. It's really sad. And I'm really sad. I, I hope that this, she has a court date coming up this month. And I hope that the judge looks at it with new eyes because she doesn't deserve this. Maybe she is just a woman of simple pleasures and she actually doesn't want to leave her like Las Vegas Mm -hmm. compound. I don't know. Sorry. You said Vegas, right? Did she live is in she Las Vegas? Vegas? I mean, she had a Las Vegas residency. I don't think she, I think she probably yeah, lives in LA. Vegas. I feel like she lives in like Malibu or something. Like, she, I feel like she, I feel like you can see the ocean from her house. Let's look. Let's Br- where does Britney Spears live? I mean, wherever it is, it's reminiscent of Tuscany inside that house, specifically yeah. 90s Tuscany. And, yeah. you know, she, she, does, she doesn't demand a remodel. She just is enjoying that space. Well, it's and LA. Yeah. She lives in LA. Interesting. You guys, she like burnt down her gym. Do we think that was like a cry for help? Like literally, she looks like a Yankee candle. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's so. so it's honestly just dark. It's that so dark. So interesting. Like, honestly, I just don't see how a person with all their faculties is like. It, I, I, here's the thing. Like, I can't. I don't know what to believe because I don't believe that someone who's being so controlled would be allowed to post stuff like that. And then, yeah. like. I mean, I feel like her, I feel like her dad would probably think the dancing videos are harmless. Yeah, but like all the pictures of her making almost almost exact same mugshot face. 
yeah. time after time, I mean, like talking about cherry muffins. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I it, don't do, know. it all doesn't add up, that's for sure. It's like if you were controlling someone, you would do a better job. Yeah, she doesn't seem well on her Instagram by any means. No, and so it's like if you're controlling someone, you would probably try to make them seem more well on their Instagram. Yeah. But I don't know. Ugh, it's really dark. Who it is, is dark? What is her boyfriend? What do we um, know about you him? Guys, I have to go. Um, okay. I'm sorry. Can you guys end it without me? Kagan needs you guys, to Goop just posted. Everyone just hold on. Kagan, give Kagan, give us five minutes. Goop just posted a picture of Gwyneth. How she looks literally fantastic. Does everyone Goop go did? Look? Goop just, I'm I guess it was five hours right ago. Stupid algorithm. On story? Just go look at Goop's pictures. Yeah. Ugh, you mean back like in a, the day. Back yeah. in the day. Okay. 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 I gotta go, you guys. I love you so much. Okay. Sorry to jump okay. off. Talk to you later. Bye. Um, Court, to answer your question, her boyfriend's name is Sam. He's like a bodybuilder guy and they've been together for like quite a few years and he seems like a really good guy. He's like, he seems like, how would he like keep it? I don't know. I just have a hard time. Like it it just isn't adding up either way to me. Totally. Totally. I don't know. It's like, maybe you just keep it all like under a really tight lip because you don't want to piss off the, like the legal system and, you know, incur any more damages in that way. Yeah. Ugh, ugh, makes me so sad. It's so sad. Well, anyways, on that note, everyone free hashtag free Britney. We're very sad. And uh, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Oh, now that Lauren's gone. I know. I hope and pray that we get to just pick our own. She gives us a color and then it's our job to just find something amazing. Or she just gives us a scheme and we get back. Good. We're not actually going anywhere. I guess Kagan is allowing me to finish the podcast. It's like I have, uh, he is a con- my conservator anyway. Oh my gosh, um, she's a conservator. <laughs> so I'm back. Are you guys talking about me? Yeah. We're talking about what we're going to wear to your wedding. Well, speaking of, did you guys see the hot wedding guest? No. No. What? Okay, so there's, I'm going to send you guys this article right now. There is this, this wedding guest that sparked controversy and outrage because of her outfit so look at this article okay Chandler I send it to you Courtney I'm sending it to you right now can I just google hot wedding dress yeah you can google hot wedding dress and it'll come up it's a red dress so describe it to our listeners um this person is wearing a red lace dress it is sheer um the bodice looks like a corset and it's sheer it is maxi length but it's that's tacky the only part I mean, that's opaque is the part that covers her. I mean, yes, but it's all—it's also super provocative. Like you can actually, if you notice, the bodice part really is like super sheer. Like you can see her b- breast through it. So, so anyway, I mean, this, is our, this wedding is taking place on a pirate ship, which is literally <laughs> happening on the Pirates of the Caribbean, like yeah, reenactment so. ship. Which, true story, um, I do know someone who had a pirate-themed wedding. That is true. What? Yeah. Okay. Um, More power yeah, that will, not, that will not be my wedding. Um, I cannot I actually have this, just, uh, I cannot have either. checked out on oh, this dress. Ahead. I actually just bought this red dress, so <laughs> I'll be wearing it. <laughs> you guys, Alice Murphy nope. from Daily Mail Australia nope. is literally a savage. A woman has been slammed for wearing an overtly sexy dress to a wedding. Wow. Um, is, it, she, is that the writer? Oh, well, yeah. She's okay. undeniably attractive. Critics felt she took attention from the bride. Undeniably I attractive. Mean, I mean, I kind of like this press. 
I cannot have an undeniably attractive person at my wedding stealing attention from me. Like that's never going to happen over my dead body. So I want to run this past you guys. What if I send out a style guide to people and I tell all the girls and all, and even the guys, cause I don't want them stealing Kagan's spotlight like, yeah. what they can wear. Like I'm thinking like a color palette, like maybe material swatches, acceptable well, neckline. I think you need to even take it one step further, take it one step further and just send everyone $200 to Talbot's and then say, <laughs> you have to find something from here. I'm paying or just I'm for yards of burlap. Yeah. Just send people burlap and just say, create your own. I would, you know, I mean, I think both of those, one is a little capital intensive. One is a little, uh, just work intensive. I was just thinking of saying, Hey, I'd prefer everyone's in a Jersey fabric maxi dress for my oh, wedding. If you dare, <laughs> I will not abide. I'm showing up looking really hot. You've got another thing coming. Honestly, I have to tell this story really quick. I was like helping Chandler get ready. And I was like, literally like, gave her one of my dresses to wear. I like helped her do her hair in like the only way I know how. And like, she's literally wearing my earrings, like head to toe, like my stuff. And she's like, oh, I don't know. She's like, is this even like a good look? And I'm like, you would, you would dress like me from head to toe and then ask me to tell you if it's a good look. Yeah. That was a little moment. I do apologize is for that. Even a good look. Is this wow. like even a good sorry. look? I'm sorry. Remember That's I found so your wedding funny. this morning. Okay. Can you just yeah, go back to that? Guys, anything else? I think that covers it. Court, thanks That's for it. joining us. Love yeah, you guys. Happy to have you. Love you. Okay. Can I say the right, love you guys? Well, well, well. See you later. Well, well, well. <laughs> Bye. 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 That's all for now, folks. Don't forget, give us a five-star review. Hit us up on Instagram at popapologists, and we will see you next week, live every Wednesday. Do you ever worry about running out of interesting things to say to friends when you actually get to see them? Then we've got the perfect podcast for you. I'm Eve Yohalem, and each week on Book Dreams, my co-host Julie Sternberg and I use books to explore fascinating questions, like what happened when a Harvard professor staked her reputation on an alleged gospel of Jesus's wife that turned out to be fake? And how did debut author Tom Lynn save the American Western by blowing it to bits? Are pigeons rats with wings or wonder birds? And what's the who, what, when, where, how, and especially why of books bound in human skin? Recent and upcoming Book Dreams highlights include conversations with Booker Prize-winning author Marlon James, Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Katherine Schultz, and Merlin scholar Dr. Laura Campbell. You can listen to Book Dreams wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of The Therapy Group, and hosts of The Shrink Chicks Podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. Making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how and work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. 
Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. Hey.